There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, David Crockett, and Lee. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread America. everybody doing out there today 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 <laughs> today is wednesday uh november 22nd 2023 we'll call it thanksgiving day eve so i would like to say happy thanksgiving to all you guys out there today hope everyone is off tomorrow and is able to celebrate i know most of us that live in the real world might have to work not all of us but some of us and I can appreciate that. I fortunately have tomorrow off, but I have to go to work again Friday. Um, now, never mind the fact that I had to uh, I had to work an extra day this week to make up for that. God forbid my company that I work for would give me an extra day off. God forbid, right? At any rate, so for those of you that do have to work tomorrow, hopefully you're able to spend some time with your family at some point torn, during the course of this week. Um and that everyone has a happy Thanksgiving and a happy holiday season as we roll into uh, that time of year, right? So, before we get into it, today's uh, today's episode, basically what I'm going to cover is the real meaning behind Thanksgiving. Different to what we think, when we think of Thanksgiving, we think of turkey and family and eating and all those types of things, and getting ready to go shopping tomorrow, right? Or not tomorrow, but Friday. That's it's, it's, uh, no. What are we doing? We're going Black Friday. I mean, my son's already texted me. We're we going Black Friday shopping. <laughs> Bro, I got to work. <laughs> you know. Fortunately, he's works for a place that he has. You know, he worked. To, I think he had today off. He's off tomorrow, and he's off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know. So I mean, good for him. I have I'm no no hate. I can't. Let me get the mic close to me here. I can't hate on people that have those days off. I can't because, you know, we all make choices in our life to work where we work. I can't really complain. I make decent money doing what I do. So it is what it is. At any rate, before we get into the, let's talk about a little business. Speaking of Black Friday shopping and Christmas being, what, a month away, give or take a a day or two, right? Don't forget to visit the DTOM store. Link is at the bottom of whatever podcast app you're listening to. Um, make sure you, if you don't live in the continuous, is that right? The continental United States, you can use DTOM in the promo box to get 10% off. If you live in the United States of America, you uh, get free shipping, which is actually better than 10% off. And usually the order ship within a week. So... Get your orders in now. Avoid the long, you know, delayed mailing or shipping processes. So 
get involved, buy something. The weather's cooling down. I got some hoodies in there. I got t-shirts, tank tops. I know you might not need them wherever you're from right now, but you will. Summer, summer will be here before you know it. So check that out, Tom Store. Link is at the bottom of whatever podcast app you're on. Whatever, And speaking of which, whatever podcast app you are listening to this on, guys, please make sure you follow the show and then you share the show with your friends or people that you think need to hear this episode or any of the previous other episodes. And on that note, uh, if you are listening to this on uh, the Apple Podcast or Spotify, if you could please leave us a rating. If, uh, if you happen to be listening to this on the Podbeam app, which isn't necessarily a very popular app, the reason we're on that app is because that's who distributes the show is Podbeam. Now, you can upload the Podbeam app if you so choose. You don't have to. It's no big deal. If you were to do that and follow the show on Podbeam, if I could actually get a, a number of followers on that, I think I'm around 50 followers. I know it doesn't seem a lot. But it's like I said, it's not a very popular ad. I, I got more people on Spotify and Apple and stuff like that that follow the show. But I can do live shows if we get more of a following on Podbeam. So, and maybe I'll do. I mean, I can do a live show and still record it and put it out, whatever. But it's, you know, requires me to have time <laughs> to do that. Maybe in the near future, if I have a, a Saturday evening free and my wife's working. Uh, I can do a live show just for shits and giggles because it's Saturday night. Maybe I'll go back and start doing some Saturday night live situations. And if you want to do that, follow us on the social media apps on Facebook, Instagram, the Ticker Talker, and True Social at Don't Trade on America. Uh, like I said, TikToks basically just drink videos. As a matter of fact, in honor of Thanksgiving last year, Chris and I did a a uh, Thanksgiving Day drink. It was a cranberry old-fashioned. If you want to know how to make that, check out the TikTok. Don't tread on America. Check it out. Cranberry old-fashioned. It was very good. We made it with wild turkey, of course. And uh, for that matter, we did pick up another follower on um, on the Podbeam app gentleman's name is big john that's his username and uh he left a review and i told you guys if you if you got on apple if you got on whatever app you're on and you're able to leave a review that i can see i can see apples i can see uh podbeam i'll read them so this is from big john as a amazon plane flies overhead i don't know if you can hear that but i can and it bugs me Anyway, Big John goes on to say, love it, love it, love it. Don Q, that's me, is one of the best hosts I listen to. His reach should be way bigger than it is. And, oh, yeah, best intro in the biz. I, I appreciate that, Big John, considering I'm just a regular dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast, and I'm just doing this for, for you know, something to do. I appreciate that because it makes me feel like I'm not just wasting my time because I for those of you that maybe have dabbled in maybe trying to do a podcast or or something along those lines you, you want to feel like you're not wasting your time doing that and uh when I get comments like that it makes me feel like I'm actually doing something because like I said I'm just a dude I'm just a regular old person just like y'all I'm nothing special I'm nothing special and, uh, but you know, if you would follow us on social media, if you're on there, I'm also on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And my personal, uh, Twitter is PCGC underscore 1775. If you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at don't tread on America.com. And like I said, from all of those situations, plus the podcast app, you can check out the DTOM store. All right, here we go. So for most of us, in America. Now, if you're listening to this overseas and you're not American, Thanksgiving, this this Thursday is just the 23rd. It means nothing to you. Now, in America, it's a national holiday. Just like in your country, you might have holidays that we don't know anything about. Most of us all celebrate Christmas and those types of holidays. But like we have Fourth of July, Memorial Day, uh, you know, Labor Day, so on and so forth, that most countries, you know, don't have those types of days. And um, <clears throat> this is one of the <laughs> those holidays. Now, some countries do have a Thanksgiving Day per se, 
not necessarily on the same day that we celebrate it. So, the the traditional idea of what we believe in this country is Thanksgiving is pilgrims, Indians, blah, blah, blah. So, I'm going to go through the basic story of what we know as Thanksgiving and then maybe give you the real story behind Thanksgiving. So, the true story behind Thanksgiving is a bloody one. And some people say it's time to cancel the holiday. So Thanksgiving in the U.S. is traditionally a time for family and food. And alcohol, I didn't say that. I didn't, I should have wrote that down. <laughs> American school children typically, I swear to God, I'm drinking water. I just got done with the gym. I'm all jacked up on pre-workout. I'm not drinking alcohol, not yet reason I'm not drinking yet is because I got to go pick up some food. I've got to go to a liquor store. <laughs> not that I need anything, but you know. And uh, I got to order food for me and the wife tonight. So I don't, I don't, I can't drink yet because I got a lot of running around to do still. And I wanted to get the show done. So here we go. All right. Here's the microphone, Don. All right, cool. American school children typically learn that tr- that tradition dates back to the pilgrims who helped establish the Plymouth Colony in 1620 in what is now Massachusetts. As the story goes, friendly Native Americans taught the struggling colonists how to survive in what the Europeans called the New World. Then everyone got together to celebrate with a feast in 1621. That was two years after I was born. Thanksgiving 2023 would mark the 402nd anniversary of that first American Thanksgiving, but... In reality, Thanksgiving feast predated Plymouth and the peace. I'm I'm really fidgety today. Sorry, guys. And and uh, blah blah blah. And the <laughs> I lost my spot. Uh, Thanksgiving feast predate Plymouth and the peace uh, celebrated that day was tenuous. The real story behind the holiday is so dark, in fact, that some people are rethinking how they celebrate the holiday or whether they should at all. The Plymouth Thanksgiving of 1621 wasn't the first. Settlers in Berkeley 100, which is now Virginia, celebrated their arrival with with a Thanksgiving as far back as 1619. That's according to National Geographic. But the Washingtonian reported that the meal was probably a little more than some oysters and ham thrown together. Decades before that, Spanish settlers and members of the Selloy tribe broke bread in Florida with salted pork, garbanzo beans, and a mass in 1565, according to the National Park Service. Our modern definition of Thanksgiving revolves around eating turkey, but this was more of an occasion for religious observance in past centuries. The pilgrims would most likely consider their sober 1623 day of prayer the first actual Thanksgiving. Others pinpoint 1637 as the true origin of Thanksgiving. Since the Massachusetts Boy, uh, Massachusetts Bay Colony's governor, John Winthrop, declared the day to celebrate colonial soldiers who had just slaughtered hundreds of, was that, Pequot men, women, and children in now, what is now the Mystic, or now Mystic, Connecticut. Regardless, the people telling of the initial harvest festival is what lived on thanks to abraham lincoln the enduring holiday has also nearly erased from our collective memory what happened between the wapanaga and the english just one generation later the thanksgiving peace quote unquote didn't last uh Massaswat, <laughs> the, the Wampanaga uh, Paramount chief, allied with the English settlers after Plymouth was established and fought with the newcomers against the French and other local tribes. But the alliance became strained over time as thousands more English colonists moved to Plymouth, taking over land authorities asserted control over most aspects of Wapanga life. According to the book, Historic Contact, Indian People and Colonists in Today's Northeastern United States. A study published by the Journal of Quaternary Science Reviews 
estimates that disease had already reduced the New England indigenous populations by 90% in 1620. But Panag uh, continued to die from what colonists called Indian fever, an unknown disease brought by an er uh, early European settlers. By the time Massasoit's son met a comment, I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. Right, right here, I'm going to stop. You know what I'm thankful for right now? Is that people nowadays aren't named this. Anyway, <laughs> it was known to the English as King Philip. Inherit leadership. Uh, relations had frayed. His men were executed for the murder of Punkapog, interpreter and Christian covert John Sossaman, sparking King Philip's war. Wampanoag warriors responded with raids, and the New England uh, New England Confederate Confederation of uh, Colonies declared war in 1675. The war was bloody and devastating. In an article published in the Historical Journal of Massachusetts, the Montclair State University professor Robert Clay uh, Jr. said the death toll could have been up to 30% of the English population and half of the Native Americans in New England. Metacomet was beheaded and dismembered, according to the uh, quote-unquote, it happened in Rhode Island. And the colonists, that's a book, and the colonists impaled his head on a spike and displayed for 25 years. The war was just one of the series, of, one, one of a series of brutal but dimly remembered early conflicts between Native Americans and colonists in New England, New York, and Virginia. The holiday's dark pat. So, before I read on, so it's a stark contrast because you have to understand. I have to adjust the mic. I'm sorry. You have to understand 400 years ago, right? 1623. 400 years ago, you, well, 400 plus years ago. So, I mean, 1623 was the first, not the first, but as when it was recognized, but 1621 or 1619, whatever date you want to use there. You're talking 400 plus years ago. If you're from one of these tribes, whether you're in Florida, Georgia, South, North, South, you know, the 13 colonies, if you're in the, if you're in the Eastern part of America back 400 plus years ago, and you're an Indian tribe of some sort from North to South. Okay. Now you probably Seminole tribes and what other, other tribes fought amongst each other for whatever reason, over land, over animals, over whatever. And, but these tribes all looked alike. You, you understand what I'm saying? When the white men come to land, I'm sorry, I guess I shouldn't say it like that, but you know what I'm saying. When the European settlers came to America in the early, you know, in 1500s plus, these um, indigenous people saw people that spoke a different language because these these Native Americans, these indigenous people, whatever you want to call them, these different tribes amongst the the eastern part of America spoke their languages. And the the ironic thing about it is each tribe, however many different tribes there were, and I'm just talking about the eastern part of the United States. I'm not even talking about all of America. I'm just talking about where English settlers first came these uh these people that lived here in these numerous different tribes all spoke different languages they spoke their own languages there wasn't a basic native american language each tribe had a different language and it's and it's similar today you know in the outer reaches of you know australia or even in you know the continent of africa in different countries that probably there's there's people in some of these countries that don't even know what a computer or telephone or electricity even is to this day. I know it's hard to wrap your head around, but it's true. And um, so when when the white man came to this country, obviously they were different, and the white man saw these people and they were different. So I think initially. Excuse me, I'm not sick. I'm just got a runny nose for some reason. 
initially when when settlers in New England and Virginia came now a lot of these people back then came to America the new world to escape religious persecution in England and they were granted the opportunity to come to this country to to escape that now um by all accounts most of these initial settlers were not uh warriors they were not uh infantry they weren't army they weren't they weren't soldiers they were religious zealots they were protestants they were different from what was going on in england at the time now over over time the population built and and it was important for the king of england to place militiamen you know army type people in this area or you know up there to uh protect these people and not just from the indigenous people but from other countries french spain whatever and i think initially i think the initial settlements were probably peaceful i think i think the colonists that were here initially weren't out to dominate weren't out to conquer they were out to survive and but as the population grew i'm sure it was a situation where the 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 indigenous people felt threatened by these people that looked different and vice versa so the holiday's dark past has some people rethinking thanksgiving the focus on racial justice in the u.s has some people saying the reevaluation uh saying that reevaluating the meaning of celebrating celebration of thanksgiving is long overdue teachers professors and Native Americans told the New York Times in 2020 that they were rethinking the holiday that has marginalized the U.S. violence and cruelty towards Native Americans, giving it names like Thanksgiving and the Thanksgiving Massacre. Um, before I'm going to read on, I, as I read on, now a lot of where I got this from is it's going to be skewed, obviously. Now, I'm not saying that what happened isn't factual, but I think that it's going to be taken out of, obviously, we can obviously have a conversation that what, what uh, European settlers, I'm not even going to say what we did. I'm not going to say what white man did. I'm not going to say what, what we did. Because we, me saying what we did implies that I and you guys had something to do with this. Much like I... Oh, you're a white man. Okay, I'm white. I had nothing to do with it. I wasn't alive 400 plus years ago. I had nothing to do with that. I had nothing to do with slavery. I had nothing to do with all of it. I wasn't alive. It's not me. <laughs> it wasn't even my ancestors because my family lineage didn't arrive into this country until the 1800s. So I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> and most of of white America didn't have anything to do with this, oddly enough. So now I'm not going to deny the fact that white European settlers, whether they're from England, French, Spain, whatever, didn't do anything atrocious. And, and I actually had a conversation with somebody about this and it was kind of when we were talking about Israel and Palestine, not to get into all of that, but it's kind of kind of a similar situation in the sense that and and I'm just using that as a topic because it's current situation but whenever you have places where uh, a settlers of of some sort come to a land and the native people of that land feel like they're being overrun you're going to have some sort of hatred now, as the population grows, and I'm talking about America back in the 16, 1700s, as the population grew, and especially after the Revolutionary War and the white man uh, headed west, we drove the, uh, the Native Americans inland and westward. And as our population grew, their population shrank. And... 
you know, it's fact. It's fact that European settlers, and that's what I'm going to say. <clears throat> European settlers, hold on a second. Had a lot to do with the things that we're having to pay the price for today. And, and that's where we get into the whole, obviously, Native Americans 400 years ago were were treated very badly. True. True story. 300 years ago, even 200 years ago, as, as America expanded westward, Ameri uh, European settlers and colonists, or whatever you want to call them, did things to Native Americans and to African Americans that are unspeakable. The problem is, that was a long time ago, and anybody that is alive today, whether you're white, black, Native American, whatever, you were not involved in any of this. Yeah, your ancestors may have been. The white man's ancestors may have been, but not 100% of the white man, not 100% of the black man, and not 100% of the Native American men were involved that are alive today were involved or their ancestors. It, it was a small, minute percentage. And I think that's the kind of thing that makes me upset about these things. Like, oh, it should be Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving massacre. I don't think it should be called anything more than what it is. I think Thanksgiving Day should be a celebration of being in this country and being thankful for, for all the, the shit that we have to deal with and all the everything that's going on in this country with whoever your president is, whoever's in Congress, whoever's running this, and whoever your, you know, whoever whatever is, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's far better in this country than it is in most, I'm not going to say every, but most other countries in this world. And as much as we want to complain, as much as I can get on here and crack this mic open and bitch and complain about Joe Biden and job numbers and inflation and Thanksgiving's costing an arm and a leg and mortgage rates are up, and I can do all that. But it's still better than... I don't know, 80, 90% of the rest of the world? I mean, in all honesty, it is. Now, I'm not saying that we're number one and this is the best place to live in the world. I'm not saying that. But I guarantee it's top 10 in the grand scheme of things. Okay? The freedoms that we have, that we feel like we have, uh, exceed a lot of other countries. And I'm not even going to get to the argument about crime and gun deaths and this and that because it's all made up bullshit that to try and skew one side versus the other. And in all actuality, we should be thankful that we live in this country. If if this great if this place wasn't so great, okay, we wouldn't be having the issues we're having on our borders with people trying to get in here. And I've said this time and time again. I have no issue personally with anybody that wants to come to this country. If you're a foreign national from wherever you're from and you want to be an American, I have no problem with it. My biggest problem is the ones that are trying to kind of break into the country. You want to come here? Fine. Do it the right way. And and the thing that kills me, and not, not to try to, <laughs> to totally, you know, hey, I'm Don. I get off subject. But I think that's one thing that kills me about immigration with this country is the fact that if you try to go to any other country, if you're an American and you try to go wherever to be, I, I want to move to whatever country because I want to be a citizen of that country. And a lot of these countries, it's not as easy as it is to get into America. A lot of these countries make you prove what your worth is. You're coming to our country. What do you bring into the table? What kind of skills do you have? Are you a doctor? Are you a teacher? Are you a, you know, are you some sort of profession that can benefit our country? We don't do that here. We just take whoever, whatever, come on in. And, you know, some of these people help our country. I'm not saying that they're all dregs on our society, but some are. Anyway. So, where are we at? We were up here. And reflections on Thanksgiving are now are not new. According to the New York Post, the United 
American Indians of New England have been publicly mourning on Thanksgiving uh, for decades. Frank James and Aquian Wampagna activists who helped establish the National Day of Mourning in 1970 call for Wampanoag's a welcoming of English settlers, uh, settlers, perhaps our biggest mistake. The Washington Post reported on National Day of Mourning. So hold on, before I read on, you welcomed them. They welcomed you. I, I got a fucking knee issue here, guys. I'm sorry. Um, and then something happened that the peace broke. Whatever that was, I don't know. And we will probably never will know because you're going to get two sides of the story, much like everything else that happens in our world. Native American partners gathered in uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts for a day of remember remembrance for the millions of indigenous people who were killed by European colonists. Prayers and speeches take place accompanied by beating drums before participations or participants march through Plymouth Historic District. Participants in National Day of Mourning honor Native uh, ancestors and the struggles of... Uh, I'm sorry, I lost my spot. Native peoples to survive today. The commemorating of plaque uh, at Coles Hill in Plymouth says, in part, it is a day of remembrance, spiritual connection, as well as the protest of the racism and oppression which Native Americans continue to experience. Now, I don't know. I don't know how true that is. Now, I'm saying this as a white man in America. So I'm going to see if I can get comfortable here and re really relax here and bring it to y'all for real. Is that, I don't think you can hear me. Come on, microphone, come over here. You can do it. Don, you really shouldn't be doing this while you're recording. Fuck it. I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty comfy now. So here's my thing. As a white man, it's hard for me to sit here and tell you that that's bullshit. Okay. I can't say that because I'm white. Okay, what I can say is that I think that there's a lot of people that complain about things in this country that if you, as a white, black, Hispanic, Native American, uh, Asian, whatever, was in just about any other country, you don't even begin to understand what racism looks like. Okay, what racism, if you, okay, let me put it like this. If you're black, okay, go to Japan. I'm going to pick on Japan for a second. If you're, if you ever been to Japan, you, you will not, it's, I, I don't say you won't find, but it's very, very limited, the amount of people that you will find in that country that live there that aren't Japanese. Not transplants from another country. The majority of that population is Asian and Japanese. It's not like this country is unlike any other in the fact that the majority now, and even the percentage of the population is, I, I, I'm going this off of memory, so don't, don't quote me on this, but I want to say the pop, the, the, you know, there's 330 some odd million people that live in this country. Okay. And the, the, um, majority of this country obviously is, is white. Okay. And we, we know that and we can say that and it is what it is. And I think 20... 23, 5, somewhere around there, percent is is black. Okay, so if you have 330 million people, you're talking roughly 7 million people are black. Now, that doesn't mean that 320-some-odd million white people, it's obviously 20% black, 10% this, 10% that, da, 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 right? So, and yes, I'm sure there is some level of racism or if you'd want to call it um uh profiling or whatever whatever word you want to use there in this country and I'm not saying there is and I'm not saying it's right and I'm not saying it's wrong but if you honestly in all honest 
in all honesty, if you think it's so bad in this country as a colored person, whatever your race is, I'm telling you right now, when I tell you this, you have no clue of what it is really like outside of this country if you're not that country's race, okay? Now, as a American, whatever color you are, and you go to most European countries, you're going to be treated as a tourist and this American with American money, and this is great for the most part. There's going to be some people in some of these countries in Europe that look at you the way we look at them when they come here and they don't know our rules and they can't speak our language and so on and so forth. You're going to have that. That's just natural human whatever. What I'm talking about is living in these countries. If you, as a white, black, Hispanic, uh, Native American person, try to move, you're not in the military, and you try to move to Japan. Now, why am I picking on Japan? Because, oddly enough, one of the racist countries in the world. How is that possible, Don? They're so nice. People in Japan are so nice. I'm telling you right now, people from Japan that live in America are nice because they are in that minority group. When they're the majority, the shoe's on the other foot. I'm telling you, it's it's different. <laughs> so, and as bad as we think, or different uh, nationalities or, or uh, colors or whatever you want to call, think they have it in this country, you really don't have a clue. And, and I guess in essence, what I'm trying to say is you should be thankful that you live in this country and maybe, maybe there could possibly be, and like I said, I'm not saying that, that black people and Hispanic, some, you know, some black people, some Hispanic people don't get profiled and don't get racial racially profiled i guess is a good way to put it by police or by store owners or by whatever i i i get it is it fair no but i think in essence if you want to blame anybody for this and here and here we're going to go back to uh mass media we're going to go to television uh pro television programs not television shows they're not shows it's programming it's programs and what does that mean they're programming you the the human brain to think a certain way and what are we taught i'm 50 years old i could tell you movies and tv shows that how many times have you watched though you know a movie or a tv show a criminal type show and the perpetrator's black you know and, you know, in the 80s, a lot of your perpetrators or your, you know, your your terrorists, your enemies or whatever were Russian. Why? Because we had to program the American public to hate Russians. So I think since I can recall, you've always seen a lot of the times the bad man was a black person or a Hispanic person or someone not white. Not saying that was 100% of the time, but a lot of the times. And I think it gets into your psyche that those people are bad and the majority of all people no matter what color they are aren't bad what makes people bad is being accused of something that they never did and that works both ways because as a white man and you might be able to understand this and appreciate this if you're white listening to the show that we get blamed for stuff that we didn't do so in essence, we're all blaming each other for shit that we had nothing to do. I get blamed for slavery. <laughs> Wasn't around, had nothing to do with it. My family wasn't even here. You know what I'm saying? As a uh, white man, I can't just assume that because you're black, you're going to steal from me. You're going to rob me. You're going to break into my home. You're going to break into my car. I, I And I don't do that most of the time. No, I'm joking. But you know what I'm saying? But we're programmed to feel that way because... We as a society fall into the traps of social media, mass media, mainstream media, television programs, movies. We fall into the trap of, of that stuff being real. And it's not true. I mean, as a matter of fact, I just talked about this the other day. There was a big shooting 
at a Walmart in Ohio. Have you heard anything about it? Did you hear anything about it? No. Why? Because the person was black. Doesn't fit their narrative. Now, 20, 30 years ago, it would have fit their narrative and they would have spread, oh, black man shoots up a Walmart. Oh my God. The black people are evil. Now, the evil person is the white man with an AR-15. Anyway, so, <laughs> on to other news. I want to get through this. The good thing about today, today's uh, Octo- October, today is November 22nd, right? Thanksgiving Day Eve, right? Do you know what today is? Thanksgiving Eve is the start of the holiday drinking period. <laughs> oh, yeah. A bigger drinking day than, here. listen to me, today, the Thanksgiving Eve is a bigger drinking day than New Year's Eve or St. Patrick's Day in some places. <laughs> yeah. Especially prevalent in larger urban areas and among college students. And sadly enough, tonight is one of the top drunk driving nights of the year. So, I guess in that in that tone, be careful if you're having to make some last minute runs. When I have to go run and pick up food here in a little bit and run to the liquor store myself, <laughs> I need to be cautious. I mean, I'm it's not nighttime; it's still in the afternoon, so I'll be I should be fine. But um, it's interesting that the, that I, it's called Blackout Wednesday. Didn't know that. I mean, that's every Wednesday for me. Anyway, um, so couple couple of breaking stories I'm going to go through, and then we're going to end with some history of the day. I just want to get through this another 20 minutes. Just hang with me, guys. So this broke on, um, this was actually yesterday evening. So a New York appellate division has ruled in favor of Governor Kathy Hochul's in a landmark case for government overreach. Rule 2.13 is called the Isolation and Quarantine Procedures, will give the state of New York the ability to come into your home and take you away to quarantine without any notice and for any virus or infection they deem necessary. You won't have any option to fight it, no court date, nothing. The rule has no age limit, and they can keep you as long as they'd like. The rule also allows them to treat you as they see fit, including using methods that are still testing. This, in my opinion, is one of the biggest abuses of power in this country that we've ever seen. And this is only the beginning. How long until this is nationwide or even global? And the reason this is important is this is obviously stemming from COVID, right? So if a state like New York is going to do this, surely it'll set precedent for um, California, Washington, um, Oregon, Illinois, so on and so forth. And, I mean, another thing to be thankful for, I'm thankful that I live in a state like Florida that more than likely, as long as at least Ron DeSantis is is around, I should be safe. Now, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's 100%. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because of this. Now, this story also broke today. So, China. Is China preparing to unleash another bioweapon on the world ahead of the 24 election, U.S. presidential election? So, a group group called ProMed just published this press release about a ransom outbreak of... No, I'm sorry, random (laughs) outbreak of pneumonia in uh, children in China that's sweeping the nation. Now... I want to also say this, that it was ProMed in December of 2019 that first alerted the world to a virus outbreak in China that would later be called COVID. So, are we looking for a repeat? Um, I, I, I can't read this. Let me see if I can pull it up on my phone here. You know what sucks, guys? When you get old and, you know... With a job I have, I need to be able to see far away. I don't necessarily need to see to read up close. So when uh, I try to read stuff off of Twitter and it's uh, teeny tiny on my computer, I can't blow it up. So anyway, 
So this broke out of China on Tuesday. It just hit our hit our area today. But um, with the outbreak of pneumonia in China, in China Children's Hospital in Beijing, uh, and other places <laughs> were overwhelmed with sick children and schools and classes were on the verge of suspension. Parents questioned whether the authorities were covering up an epidemic. In early morning, Beijing's Children's Hospital was still overcrowded with patients and children whose children and children whose children, that makes sense, had pneumonia and came to seek treatment. Uh, Mr. O.W., a Beijing citizen, many, many are hospitalized. They don't cough and have no symptoms. They just have a high temperature with many developed pulmonary nodules. The situation in Lainoning province is also serious. The lobby of Del- Jesus Christ, Dalian's Children's Hospital is full of sick children receiving intravenous drips. There are also queues of patients at the traditional Chinese medicine hospitals and the central hospitals with staff, members of the Dalian Central Hospital. Patients have to wait in a line two hours long. Uh, we are all in emergency departments, and there are no general outpatient clinics. Some school classes have been canceled completely. Not all students are sick, but teachers are also infected with pneumonia. Uh, Mr. W. says, now you are not allowed to report to school. If you have any symptoms such as fever, cold, cough, then you are hospitalized. You can ask to leave. You can ask for leave. So anyway, similar, another thing, sweeping China. Now, <laughs> now it's this, it's November. This happened December of, tw- of uh, 19, right? Just before COVID. And if you recall... When Trump was president, he was like, oh, we got to stop, um, you know, stop travel, blah, blah, blah. Will that happen? Will we not worry about it? But it's interesting that those two stories broke within 24 hours of each other, that you have a situation that, uh, <laughs> you know, in New York, they just passed a, lead, you know, a court ruling on on uh, Hochul's uh, lockdown situation, and then in very within 24 hours, you have this news of a new Chinese virus outbreak, and this just popped up as I'm talking. Um, breaking records reveal Biden had his personal lawyer send a FedEx driver to the Penn Biden Center to pick up boxes of White House documents on November 2nd, the day before November 3rd on 20 uh, 2022. National Archives, blah, blah, blah. So, there you go. You know, whatever. All right. So, to close out the show, today in history, I haven't done this in a while, but it was interesting because uh, today, 59 years ago, President John F. Kennedy was assassinated by a lone gun... Wait. Was it a lone gunman? Hmm. Interesting. But by... As the... Official narrative goes, John F. Kennedy, the 35th president of the United States, was assassinated while riding in a presidential motorcade through Daly Plaza in Dallas. Kennedy was in the vehicle with his wife, Jacqueline, Texas Governor John Connolly, and Connolly's wife, Nellie, when he was fatally shot from a nearby Texas school book depository by former U.S. Marine. You're never a former. But anyway, Lee Harvey Oswald, the motorcade rushed to Parkland. If you believe that's the story cool you do you if you don't want to believe it go back in time check out the DTOM files JFK assassination it is quite an interesting take on what we think what I think and when Chris was Chris is occasionally on the show so you know he's here and there but he was on the show we did a very long show about who and what we believe happened to JFK and I had a very interesting outtake on that one so if you haven't listened to that show or you forgot, search back. It's probably two years ago, year and a half, and uh, check out the obsession, the, the DTOM files, JFK assassination. All right, guys, I'm going to cut it short today. We're, well, that's not too short, but anyway, 50 minutes. So anyway, guys, please, uh, whatever podcast app, like I said before, you're listening to this on, make sure you're following the show. It doesn't cost you anything. I'm not doing Patreons. I'm not doing all that crap. Let's just roll with the free content. If you want to help me out, 
check out the Detom store, buy a t-shirt, buy a whiskey glass, buy a sweatshirt, whatever. And uh, follow us on social media at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker, and also on True Social. And we are on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And if you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And like I said, DTOM store, guys. You got four weeks. Four weeks till Christmas. Get something for yourself. Hell, if you're not buying for someone else, buy it for yourself. Fuck it. Give it to yourself. Better to give than to receive. But giving and receiving to the same person is basically the same thing. And with that being said, guys, today is Thanksgiving Eve, a.k.a. Blackout Wednesday, a.k.a. November 22nd, 2023, guys. Be safe. Have a drink. Make it Maker's Mark. However you want to mix it up. And uh, you have a fantastic day, fantastic Thanksgiving with your family if you're able to do so. And I will be back probably Sunday, but maybe Friday if something comes up. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you later.